Hi, my name is Jessica Hutchison and I'm reading A New Home. Even amidst the luminous coral, intricately patterned fish and other ocean debris, it caught her eye almost immediately. It was so bright and conspicuous that even comparing it to the purest white of angels didn't do it justice. The whole ocean reflected upon its mirror-like surface, only slightly distorted because of its spherical face. Lara stared in awe, not daring to breathe that the bubbles would obscure her view of this marvellous creation, not daring to blink, thinking that every time she did would be her last glimpse of it, the astounding pearl. Lara's flippers flapped rhythmically as she neared the breathtaking pearl. It was the most beautiful thing she'd ever seen. Her long blonde hair billowed behind her, its band of containment having long floated off, adding to the collection of Flotsam and Jetsam. The water magnified the sun's rays tenfold, so luckily her mask covered her clear complexion. She was fortunate to have a young, joyful face without any freckles in sight, envied by many. Though her appearance was pleasant, her life story was far from. Lara's mum had died during childbirth, not long after her father had run off with someone else. Our poor family friend of her deceased grandparents had taken her in and she grew up to be a strong but introverted young lady. Now they too had passed at the ripe old age of 89, so she was alone in the world again with only a dusty house and an expensive diving set inherited from her uncaring carers. The underwater world that the diving set gave her access to was the only place she really felt at home, but there was no way that she could live here. Her petite figure propelled by the flippers cut easily through the water as a knife through butter. Lara approached the pearl with apprehension. Perhaps I'm going crazy and hallucinating, she thought. Her hands reached out and touched its smooth surface gingerly, fingers caressing the exterior. Her whole body turned white in a sudden flash of bright light. Dazed, Lara slowly opened her eyes, blinking back seawater. She felt the frigid, solid boat floor beneath her. Gasping desperately, her lungs outright refused to fill with air. She pulled herself up blindly and, without thinking, dived overboard hastily. Ah, Lara thought, I'd almost forgotten how nice it was to breathe in refreshing, cool water. She panicked and broke the surface again, surprisingly quickly. Are you all right? What? Tony trailed off. Do you feel bad? Huh? Sophia's mouth opened wide. Lyra, we were really worried. How? Leon's pupils dilated. One by one, her fellow divers stopped and stared in wonder at the sight they saw. She followed their eyeline to where her legs were supposed to be. Instead, she found one smooth, scaly, magenta tail. In horror, she leapt up high in the air, her tail propelling her well beyond what was physically possible, water flying everywhere, and dived back in the ocean, swam away in furious panic. It was palatial, a towering aquamarine castle so impossibly huge and enchanting that you couldn't take your eyes off it. Turrets upon turrets of bricked fort, tiles upon tiles of turquoise rooms, the creatures within it were even more mystical and beautiful than the buildings themselves. There were tails and scales in every colour of the rainbow, gorgeous hair every vibrant shade possible, and pets of every species swimming faithfully alongside their owners. 
The view was mesmerising. Lara swam to a halt and thought, Now I look closer. There aren't that many merfolk here. With a jolt, she realised that that's what they were. Merfolk. And that must be what she'd become to. Two particular merfolk caught her eye. A friendly-looking mermaid with flowing hair as red as the sunset, contrasting her grass-green tail, and a slightly larger, handsome mermaid with neat brown hair, upright posture, and royal blue fins that made him look important, almost noble. They looked about her age, so Lara hesitantly swam up to them, shaking with both nerves and uncertainty in her newfound fins. When she tapped the girl's shoulder, the two merfolk turned around and waved a confused hello. Who are you? the girl asked demandingly. I know everyone here and you don't seem familiar. She unnecessarily continued, This is a small kingdom, so don't think you can get away with coming here and... What Alex here means is hello and welcome to Rhino, the finest underwater city in the Indian Ocean, he finished grandly, pale grey eyes shining enchantingly. Hi, I'm Lara, and I have no idea where I am, or what I am, or how I became like this. Can you help me, please? She asked, rambling nervously, beginning straight to the point. My name is Tyler. If you'll follow me inside, I'll explain what I can. You too, Alex, he laughed, answering Alex's unspoken question. The interior was as incredible as the exterior. Lara couldn't believe that any building could have such grand and bountiful rooms. It feels so weird to be swimming upstairs, Lara thought to herself. The walls were lined with paintings of all the royal kings and queens as well as their families. Lara recognised one of the mermen in a particular photo and said, Is that you, Tyler? she pointed. Of course it is, silly. Who did you think it was? he replied, looking at the painting. I had no idea you are royalty. Prince, wow! Lara exclaimed. Tyler and Alex were still chuckling when the three acquaintances sat down and launched into a discussion. After all Alex's accusations were put to rest, all Tyler's explanations explained and all Lara's questions answered, three newfound friends sat in a compassionate silence. Lara decided that this was her home, which, compared to her old one, was considerably friendlier, more interesting and fun. Could she at last be peace and find happiness in her new life here in Rhino?